because all I saw was this calendar with all these nice pictures and I missed what days were circled on there. Grandparents Day, a certain day in June was circled, uh, Parents Day was circled, or Father's Day and Mother's Day were circled, and I never picked up on it that they were trying to tell me that I was going to be a grandfather. Welcome to Tea with the Preacher, the message series from Fairfield Presbyterian Church in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Today is November 27, 2022, and we begin our Advent Sermon Series, Views of the Incarnation. Pastor Steve starts in Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 30, as he talks about the heresy of adoptionism. We are entering starting today, in that wonderful season of Advent. And Advent is for us in the Christian calendar, beginning of the new Christian year. So Happy New Year, everyone. We're starting a new Christian year together. But it is the start of and beginning of the story of what it is to say that one is a follower of Jesus Christ. What does it mean to be the church of Jesus Christ? And so this is where the story begins. And with any good story, there's a prelude or a, you know, a little introduction to get you ready, to get you into where the story really begins. And so our forebears in the faith with their wisdom and insight decided that the best way for us to get ready for Christmas is to have a season of four Sundays that we call Advent. A season of preparation so that we can possibly understand the incomprehensible truth of the Word become flesh to dwell among us. So we have these, these four weeks to get our, our hearts and our minds ready for the message of Christmas, to get our hearts and our minds ready to, to hear somebody tell us that the Word has become flesh and dwelt among us. We have these weeks to get our hearts and our minds ready for somebody to tell us Emmanuel, God is with us. And this is not a task that should be taken lightly. It is one that in order to get the most out of Christmas, in order to begin our clear understanding of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ, we need to do Advent well. And so for better or worse, I've chosen, and I'll take the blame on this, I won't put any of it on Sandy or Shannon. I will take the blame on this. I have chosen to spend the four Sundays of Advent talking with you about four of the heresies of the church. Now, doesn't that sound like a fun way to spend your Advent? I know. Few of you are already thinking, well, let's see, if I get the uh, wood and the pyre and the fire and get ready, rope, tie a hair, take up there, you know, light the match and let them go, that's our image of, of, of heretics, isn't it? 
is, is somebody who is, is horrible, awful, and was so uh, lowly or so despised by the authorities, by the powers that be within the church that they had to be gotten rid of. And that's, that's kind of the image we have when you, when you say heresy or when you talk about heretics. But the fact of the matter is this. The fact of the matter is, is this. Most heretics were good people who were trying to find a way to make the gospel of Jesus Christ more palatable, more understandable, easier to comprehend, easier to to swallow, so to speak. And so their intentions were noble, their intentions were good, but where they ended leaves us shy of where the truth really lies. And so it's an ancient question. It's a question that has perplexed people from, from virtually from the day that Jesus was born, because you know the stories of Christmas. You know, you know that there were those who got it and those who didn't. Herod didn't get it. The, the uh, wise men did and so on. You, know, you can kind of see that even from day one, there was that, there was, was that, that, that pull apart, that, that, that disconnect between those who go, aha, and those who go, huh. And that's been from day one. And it was all throughout Jesus' ministry. And so let me just share with you this passage and think of it in terms of the fact that, that this, this questioning that began at his birth, continued through his lifetime, and has continued through the years, and has continued to today. And people still struggle with this simple question found in the Gospel according to Mark, in the 8th chapter, verses 27 through 30. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist and others, Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. And Jesus asked them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. And Jesus sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. May the Lord bless us a portion from his holy word. You see, that's the issue. That's the problem. We have to decide. We have to discern who is this Jesus? How do we understand him? And, and, and it's hard to, it's hard to understand because many of our understandings of Jesus are, are very hard to, to comprehend that, that, that it almost seems an impossibility. When we talk about the word become flesh and dwelling among us, when we talk about God with us, in the person and work of Jesus Christ. When we talk about phrases like fully human and fully divine, those are difficult ideas to comprehend. Those are difficult concepts for us to, to wrap our, our minds around and to, and to, to, 
to fully understand them. And so our tendency is to try and simplify. I mean, that's how I've gone through life, trying to simplify things. I like simple things. That's who I am. That's how I want to live, simply. I don't want complicated. That's why I don't like all this technology stuff. Give me a good old radio where you turn on the dial, choose AM or FM. I like simple. And so it's a natural human tendency to, to want to, to make something that is incomprehensible, something that is, is so profound and, and make it simple to our understanding. And so one of the first heresies and one of the longest living heresies is one that is called adoptionism. That's your 50 cent word for the day. Tracy Young pays me 50 cents every time I use a big word in one of my sermons, so thank you all for allowing me to make an extra 50 cents today. Adoptionism is an old heresy that is still very much alive today. It's an old heresy because it goes back to the first days of the, of the Christian church where they were trying to comprehend who this Jesus is and, and, and understand how could God be present in him and how could he be fully human? How could he be fully divine at the same time? And, and so on. And they simply said, well, here's what really happened. At his baptism, mostly is what they would say. There are other theories that go along with that. At his baptism, remember his baptism in the Jordan and, and John the Baptist said, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. No, 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 you got to do it. You got to, no, you got And all that back and forth, you remember that story. At, at Jesus' baptism, they said that what happened was that, that this Jesus, son of Joseph and Mary, was adopted to be God's son that God recognized in this person somebody who had high capabilities, somebody who had tremendous potential, somebody who was a natural and gifted teacher and could spread God's word. And so at his baptism, God adopted him to be his son, to be the bearer of the gospel, to be the teller of God's story. Jesus was a human being who was called to be a prophet above other prophets. You hear what I'm saying? The belief is that Jesus was fully human, given a special calling a special prophet. Now, that's a common one. That's a very common one nowadays. If you, if you listen as people talk and you listen to, to people talking about Jesus and, and how they, they, they would put him in, in a line with all these other prophets, you know, you got Moses, you got Elijah, you got Isaiah, you got Jesus, you got Muhammad, you got da 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 da. And they just say he's just one of the great prophets of all times that he was very human, fully human. And the only thing divine about him was his teaching, his ability to communicate God's word and God's lessons for all of us. Now, there's a lot of problems with this. 
There's a lot of problems with, with simply saying that Jesus was just a prophet or even a special prophet or even a, a, the highest prophet ever to live because of the fact that the wood of the cradle is the same wood of the cross. That's a saying that I love. The wood of the cradle and the wood of the cross are cut from the same timbers. And if you say that Jesus is just human, then you have missed out on what he has done for us upon the cross. You have missed out on what God has done in becoming flesh and dwelling among us You have lost out on the authority of Jesus' teaching. You have lost out on so much. If you just see this this one surface level of Jesus as, as a good teacher, then you have missed so much. A year ago, on my birthday, my daughter and son in law gave me this beautiful calendar. It's a railroad calendar. I love, I love railroad stuff. And they gave me this beautiful calendar and they sat around and watched me and Chad sat there, Debbie sat there and, and I'm thinking, okay, well, if you want me to flip through the calendar, I'll flip through the calendar and look at it. And, and I'm looking at it. Oh, that's a nice locomotive. Oh, that's a beautiful train. That's a beautiful sight on the, you know, and I'm looking at it and I see there's some dates circled in it, not paying any attention to what dates were already circled in the calendar, and I go through the whole calendar, and I say, well, thank you, that's a really nice gift, I love my calendar. And they got all upset with me, because all I saw was this calendar with all these nice pictures, and I missed what days were circled on there. Grandparents' Day, a certain day in June was circled, uh, Parents' Day was circled, or Father's Day and Mother's Day were circled, and I never picked up on it that they were trying to tell me that I was going to be a grandfather. But that's, you know, that's what we do when we, when we just look at Jesus and say, you know, a great prophet, a great teacher, and we don't get the whole story. We miss out on his fullness, the fullness of understanding of what it means when we proclaim that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. It's easier to think of Jesus as just being fully human. It's easier for us to think it's just great teaching that he offered to us. But the moment we do that, we miss the whole story. And, and I know, you know, from the beginning, it's been hard to understand, hard to comprehend, hard to proclaim. Because why in the world did Jesus get to the end of that, that passage that we read? Do you remember the last sentence in that passage? He ordered them to tell no one what they had just learned. And that was the problem, was that they weren't ready The world around them wasn't ready. People weren't prepared to comprehend and to understand fully what it means for the Word to become flesh and dwell among us. We're going to take these four weeks in the season of Advent 
to prepare our hearts, to prepare our minds for hearing more fully and more completely the good news of God becoming flesh and dwelling among us so that we can see the bigger picture, not just the pictures on the calendar, but the stories and the meaning that lies behind everything as well. Would you join with me in a time of prayer? Almighty and ever-loving God, we give you thanks for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, who lived among us and showed us truly who you are. Help us, O Lord, in this season of Advent to prepare our hearts and our minds to fully comprehend what the birth of the babe of Bethlehem means to us. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tea with the Preacher. To find more information about Fairfield, visit our website at fairfieldpcusa.org. Next week, we dig into the heresy of Arianism. And no, it's not what you think. If you've liked what you've heard today, we invite you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening app.